Welcome to the Expat Cast. This is a podcast where expats share their stories about fitting in, standing out, and every mishap on the journey to finding home abroad. But this episode actually is going to be something a little bit different. I'm Nicole, your host. I'm from the US originally, but in my mid-20s, I moved abroad to Germany, where I lived for six years and where is still my home base. But currently, I'm coming to you from Paraguay, right in the middle of South America. I'm here on a temporary stay. I'll be back in Germany later. With all these changes in my life, I felt like it was time for a change for the podcast. I explain in detail what that means in this episode, so I'm not going to elaborate on it here in the intro. I just want to say, if you're here looking for expat stories, I have hosted this podcast for seven seasons, so there are 175 episodes where I interview people living abroad about the highs and the lows, and especially those lows that we just don't talk about enough. That's all here in the same podcast feed. Just keep scrolling a little bit and you'll find a slew of episodes to get a range of people's experiences. This episode that you're listening to right now is the start of something new, something different, and it's going to be focused more on my experiences. I have to say, maybe it's because I'm doing something new and I'm not used to it yet. I had like podcaster block with this episode. This never happened to me in all of those 175 episodes. I recorded this episode and then deleted it like three or four times over the course of months. And I just, I couldn't get it right. I couldn't feel good about putting it out about the way it was in that moment. I don't, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it, but suffice it to say, this has been, at least from my side, a long time coming and I'm excited to get going with it. I also put a little pressure on myself because the room that I record the podcast in It's sort of like a hybrid guest room office and it has the best acoustics in the house, but it's about to become the kitten room. (laughs) I am taking home a tiny little kitten in two days. I cannot wait. I do have another cat already. He is like nine kilos, this like massive guy. So it's going to be a bit of a process and the kitten's going to be in the room for a while until he gets acclimated and before the cats meet. But I can elaborate on that in a future episode. What I wanted to say with this is it was some good artificial pressure to finally get this out, and I'm excited to be doing so. I'm excited to get into this new season of the podcast. So let's go ahead and hear what exactly that is going to look like. This is a terre talk, so let's start with some terre. I still can't say ours in any of the languages I speak or I'm learning, so bear with me. But the word I just tried to say is, I mean, if I say it with like super American ours, terre, it is basically cold mate. I feel like a lot of people know mate. It's a tea that's super, super popular in South America. I want to walk you through the experience of taking a sip. So I am sitting here. I have my terre cup and straw and terre itself ready and my jug of water. So these are all the elements that you need if you want to drink terre. So first off, you have two different vesicles for liquid, right? So you first have the one you're going to drink out of, which in Paraguay at least is typically a pretty small, like I would guess the content of it is maybe like 0.3 liters, maybe even a little bit less. Mine that I'm holding is made out of wood. It's actually Palo Santo wood, which is a really, really 
common and really, really cool kind of wood here in Paraguay. Maybe I can talk more about that in a future episode. Anyway, point being, mine's wood. There's also metal that's very common, metal with some kind of like leather grip. That is maybe even the most common, probably because it keeps it even cooler. And especially with these temperatures, that can be very, very handy. And the other important part is the straw. So the straw is definitely metal, but the bottom is kind of like part spoon, part sieve. So <laughs> imagine the shape of a small spoon, like a little teaspoon, but instead of it being solid, it has like holes in it. So basically you put this at the very bottom of the cup and then you put the tea leaves directly into the cup on top of it. So you bury this little spoon sieve straw in the terre itself. And the reason it's a sieve, or sieve, I'm saying it both ways, is so that you can sip from it um, without getting the tea leaves into your sip. That being said, it's very, very important that you put the straw in before you put the tea leaves in. And once it's in, you can't like stir it. That was my first instinct. My first time I had terere, I like picked it up and was like stirring it around. And, you know, like out of the corner, five different people dive over to me. DL, stop. <laughs> I mean, no, not really. That didn't happen at all. But that's the feeling like you just don't do that <laughs> because if you stir it, then you have to somehow dig the straw back down to the bottom. And this can really interrupt the whole process of actually getting the drink itself. So that's part one. That's the cup you actually drink from. And then part two is the the water aspect of things. Now, as said, the difference between mate and terere is that terere is cold. I am sitting here Air conditioning's off. There's not a fan in this room. It is 89 degrees Fahrenheit, 31 degrees Celsius. And this is, by the way, the middle of winter. It's very, very hot and very humid. So it's a pretty rare occasion that you actually want something hot to drink. Usually you want something cold, refreshing, and that is absolutely terre, at least in my opinion and the opinion definitely of the Paraguayans. I've heard mixed reviews from other foreigners, but we'll come back to that later. Anyway, point being, you need your cold water my water is infused. Today it just has some ginger at the bottom, but sometimes we'll also put like mint or even like rosemary in it. You can definitely put lime. Lime is delicious in this water and the limes in Paraguay are like next level. It's insane. So you can kind of dress up your water if you want, though you don't have to. You can also just have plain water. You take your water and what you do is you then pour it directly onto the terere leaves. So I'm going to go ahead and do that now. Okay, I poured the water all the way to the top of the cup and now it's bubbling. Something about, you know, the water settling into the cup creates bubbles. And the people here will tell you that that is St. Thomas taking a sip. <laughs> Paraguay is a very Christian country. That is actually something that happened the first time I had Tejere. I went to this wonderful cafe in town. We ordered a set for two. I was with my partner. I just landed maybe that day or the day before. We go for Tejere. We pour our first sips and then this woman from the next table turns around and talks to us in English and says you can't drink that first sip that one's for St. Thomas and she explained the whole thing to us so basically that bubbling I mean on a basic function um, you do need to let the water settle before you can take a sip and usually that first pour you don't have very much that you can sip because actually like I poured my water to the brim right now and already it's like one knuckle <laughs> down into the cup like if I put my finger in there so on a functional level you need to let that happen on a cultural level or religious level you have to do that so that St. Thomas can take a sip 
Now I can pour again. Okay, so now it's back to the top. Now I am allowed to take the first sip. So cheers. <sighs> okay, that was good. Um, you might be thinking it's kind of weird that I'm sipping it already because don't you usually need to let tea steep? One, people will drink terere all day long. They will leave their house with their cup in one hand, the little metal cup, and then a whole thermos in the other. I just have this jug because I got it from the fridge right now. But people will leave the house with their entire supply of terere for the day. And I think a lot of people drink this instead of straight up water. So it's pretty important that you have enough water and that it stays cool. People actually carry around these giant thermoses. I've seen them in Germany at like events, like the kind where you, you press the top and then coffee comes out or tea comes out. I've also seen these in the US at like tailgates or family parties, stuff like that. So people will have those, but not a, not a whole like massive 15 liter size, but I would guess maybe like one to three liters. But yeah, so a lot of times people will have that. and. There's only one first sip of terre, and then throughout the rest of the day, you're just refilling it and drinking more of it. The other thing that I've personally found is part of the fun of drinking this is how the drink changes. Over hours, the different tastes of the different herbs are going to come out stronger or softer. So if I sip it right now, the brand that I have is kind of like licorice-y a little bit. And <laughs> I was once with some Germans that told me that they think it tastes like Hoiwasser, like hay water. <laughs> which I don't think that they meant in a positive sense. I actually think it's kind of accurate. It does taste a little bit like hay-y. It's, it's a very earthy taste. I really like that though. <laughs> the licorice thing isn't so much my thing, but that goes away. And the hay taste, however you want to describe that, I stopped noticing it after like one sip. What I really, really like is a lot of terre, I don't know, maybe all of it, has mint in it too. So I think this is like genius that people drink this because mint in your mouth with cold water, it's basically creating air conditioning inside of you. And I remember, I mean, I moved here in March. It was still very, very hot. It was like the end of summer. I drank it and I was like, oh my God, I just, I just turned the air conditioning on inside my esophagus, which ew, maybe that was a weird choice of words, but like, <laughs> let me tell you, it was a really good feeling. Okay, that was just my third sip. And the thing is, I probably only have one more sip in there before I have to pour more water in there. So the other thing with terre is it's very active, like you're refilling it a lot. And you know, I'm drinking it alone while I talk to you. A lot of people will drink it in a circle as friends. So I think this has changed a little bit since Corona, but you'll be with a handful of other people and it's not like everyone has their individual terre. Rather, there's one cup of terre and if you're offering to share, the idea is you take a sip, you pass it to the next person, they take a sip, they pass it to the next person. If you want out of that circle, like if you don't want any more, then you can say thank you and that sort of signifies thank you no more, please, I'm done. But if you don't say thank you, people will just keep passing it to you and then just keep refilling and passing, refilling and passing. Okay, now I've talked to you guys a long time about terre, <laughs> but I felt it was appropriate to do that since this new season is going to be called Terre Talks. Basically, my thoughts on the podcast are this. I have been not podcasting since March, I think February, March of 2023. Usually I take a kind of long season break and like recover and reset and then I feel really excited to get back to podcasting. To be honest with you, I'm, I'm having fun right now talking into the microphone, but it was hard to get me to sit down and do this. I am not feeling pulled back into the whole thing. 
I want to do something more. I don't feel completely done with everything yet. And I also feel like ending everything on kind of a really sad negative note of me leaving Germany and feeling pretty disheartened about Germany. Um, that's not where I want to leave things. I want to do something more, but I'm not feeling the draw to do the same thing that I was doing before. What I am feeling drawn to do is share insights from life in Paraguay. I'm loving living here. I'm finding it so fascinating and so rewarding to learn about this place with almost a blank slate. I mean, I knew a couple of things going into this, but not much. Getting to know Paraguay in person, it's just been such a gift. And I would love to share that with you guys. And I will say, while I don't necessarily miss the routine of podcasting and all the work that goes into it, I do miss, I don't know, having a kind of dialogue with whoever you are out there. <laughs> so my plan is to release a short season of 10 episodes called Terre Talks, in which I'm just going to share my thoughts, my observations. By the way, I did just pause and refill the glass for the first time. So in case you're tracking my terre drinking, yep, it was indeed four sips. And now, <laughs> now I've refilled it. And now I don't have to wait. Now I can, I can drink right away. Okay, it is getting way too hot to keep talking into the microphone without any air conditioning on. So I'm going to wrap up in a minute. But here is my plan for the terre talks. I have the first five topics mapped out and the remaining five we'll sort of figure out along the way. So I'm sure I'll have new ideas, but I'd also really love to hear from you guys what you would like to know about me, about Paraguay, South America in general, if there's anything that can be said about a continent in general, <laughs> maybe my experiences here so far. Here are the first five episodes that I have mapped out. First off, personal. I do want to give you guys an update about me, what I'm up to, what life's been like, how I'm feeling in Paraguay, how I'm feeling about Paraguay, how I'm feeling being far away from Germany, how I'm feeling about Germany as a topic since I left it on such a bad note. Next up, homes. I want to talk to you about what the homes are like here in Paraguay. And that's everything from like furnishing a home, the layout of the home itself, any kind of like special or surprising things about housing here how neighborhoods are set up. Next one, number three, languages. In Paraguay, they actually have two national languages, Spanish and Guarani. Guarani is a language that's spoken beyond the Paraguayan borders. Everyone here is bilingual. That, of course, also influences the way that they speak Spanish. Guarani words come into Spanish. I'm assuming vice versa. I know there's even a special term for the mixture, sort of like how we have Denglish or Spanglish. They have a word for the mixture of Guarani and Spanish. So I want to talk about that. I want to talk about learning Spanish. I want to talk about my experience speaking German here. German has been probably more helpful for me here than English, and I definitely speak way more German socially than I speak English socially. So things like that I think will be really fun and interesting to get into. Number four is transit. So much to say there. I want to talk about streets, sidewalks. I want to talk about cars. I want to talk about motorbikes, scooters, bicycles, walking. I want to talk about running. I want to talk about taking buses in the city, between cities, between countries, flying. I have so many thoughts on transit. I feel like in another life, my career is in like city planning with a focus on transit because I just find this topic so interesting. <laughs> and finally, the fifth topic that I have outlined is shopping and dining. 
So everything from like bars and cafes and restaurants to going to the grocery store or buying things for the home, buying clothing, stuff like that. So those are going to be episodes one through five, episodes six through 10 TBD. And that's where you come in. If you have another category of topics that you would like to hear me talk about, send them in. I've actually already asked on Instagram a couple of times if anyone has any questions. So I already have some questions for you that run the gamut from questions about me, questions about Paraguay, the people here, the culture here. So if you have sent me something over Instagram, I have logged those and I do plan to incorporate them into the episodes. But if any of the topics that I mentioned spark a question that you have, please do send it in either over Instagram, I'm at the expatcast, or online, I have a contact form on my website, theexpatcast.com, and you can email me at theexpatcast at gmail.com. All right, I'm gonna go back to drinking my terre and I'm going to turn on the air conditioning because I'm melting. But I look forward to hearing from you and I really do look forward to these terre talks. <laughs>